Hello! I am so excited to be back today. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. And so I'm really excited to get started with them again. I'm really excited to um, put out there this encouragement, the thoughts and feelings here. And I hope that you can connect with me. And um, if you would like to connect with me, you can hit up my Facebook at Kristen Fulton. And then there's a solo in the link there. And you have all my links and all the things that I do. So um, I want to start out by talking today about, you know, why it's okay to have haters. And there are a lot of people probably in your life that you feel like have hated you for maybe no reason, or maybe you feel like they might've hated you for a reason, but you weren't sure what it was or, you know, any of these things. There's just when every time you try to do something in your life, somebody comes out and tells you that maybe they don't like that thing, or maybe they hate on you for that. And it maybe makes you shrink back and you're like, well, if they don't like me for it, maybe I shouldn't do it right? And that is absolutely not the case. Okay. So haters come when you are growing in life. Haters come when you are trying to make your life better, right? Or when you're trying to do something in your life to better yourself. And I am a very, very firm believer in this. And the reason for that is, you know, in my lifetime of network marketing and in general, but especially in, well, let me back up. When I met my husband, and he brings out the best in me, guys. Like, he brings out this strong woman, this strong, confident woman who loves herself and loves who she is and knows that he loves me for who I am. And I don't have to be somebody different. And, you know, my whole life had been a little um, trying to be who I thought everybody else should should see me, who I thought everybody else should, you know thought I should be. And I tried to live up to that over and over and over and over and over. And it was really frustrating. And I really felt kind of dead inside because, you know, trying to live up to who other people think you should be, it's not an easy thing to do, especially when you're not that person, you know, especially when you don't have those beliefs and you don't have those things. And then you're constantly kind of, oh, sorry, you're constantly kind of faking it through life. And you know, when I married my husband, he really brought out the woman in me that was very confident in who she was. And he loved me for who I was, no matter what that entailed. And and no matter what that looked like, he loved me. And so when that woman came out, I developed a person who hated on me. And that was a very hard time in my life because that person was my father. And he was very upset because I had stepped into the person that I was meant to be or that I was stepping into. Obviously, I didn't, I hadn't gotten there yet. I'm still not there. Uh, but I was stepping into that, into that person that I was meant to be. I was meant to become a mother to five children. And I didn't know that at the time. Uh, and, and somebody who leads people and somebody who, you know, helps people and somebody who loves and encourages people. And, you know, that wasn't really me at that time because I didn't feel like I was supposed to be that. I know it's kind of silly to say that out loud, but, um, You know, I'd encourage you to write down who you want to be and then say that out loud and who you are making yourself be for somebody else and say that out loud and see how that feels, how funny that sounds, you know, and how they measure up. But anyways, I digress back to my story here. So um, this is a very deep, dark part of myself that I actually don't talk about very often. And um, my, my oldest son just literally talked to me about this. And asked me questions about it. And it was the first time I probably have been able to talk about it without crying over the last 10 years. Uh, because the last time I saw my father was um, eight years ago. But it started before that. So, 
Anyways, so I developed a, pretty much a hater in him. He was very upset that I was taking control of my life and that he could no longer control me. He was very upset that he could no longer lie to me and I would just fall all over myself to make sure that I believed everything that he said. You know, he was very upset about these things. And so he took them out on me. You know, he started, you know, cussing me out, calling me names. I'm sorry to have to say all this on the hair, but, you know, I want you to get the full gist of this. The full gist of the very first, what I feel like, very first actual hater in my life. I mean, there's a lot of superficial haters in your life. Uh, when I was a firefighter, you know, there was a lot of men on the fire department that did not agree with it. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. You know, I was bettering myself. I was doing good for the world. And so they did not like that because, you know, they didn't think that a female should be on the fire department. But... I did my best to make sure that I did not stand out and that I did the work that I was supposed to do. And I was okay with that, to be honest, because I, that's why I was there. I was there to help people. You know, I wasn't there to make waves. I wasn't there to make problems for people. Uh, but this was my very first. My biological father was my very first very strong hater in my life who really, really took me to a dark place. Because we went through a long period of time of where he was very ugly. You know, he tried to lie to my husband um, and put a lie in our marriage before we were even, you know, a year married. And that was a very hard pill for me to swallow, a very hard thing for me to start seeing past who I thought he was to who he really was. And he hated me for that. And he hated me for stepping into my power and saying no. You're not going to do this. You're not going to tear apart my marriage. You're not going to tear apart um, what I'm working here for uh, just because you cannot control me anymore. And when I did that, the rage came from him. And then he basically went to the rest of my family on that side and told them lies. And they believed them. And then they also decided that, that I would not be part of their life anymore. And this is after we had decided that um, we'd had our second child and... I did not want him to be around us anymore because of the way he was acting. And so, you know, another big thing in that was alcoholism. You know, there's a, there's a gene, a trait in him and an addiction in him that he has never faced. And so there's other parts of it. But the big part of this for you to know is that he became my very first ever hater. The first person who hated me for stepping into my power. And I'll tell you, it knocked me down. The last time that I saw him uh, was eight years ago on June 14th. And, you know, that knocked me pretty far down. See, I'm still got so much tear up here, but that, that knocked me pretty far down um, in wanting to better myself and better my life. Um, and it took me a long time to understand that, you know, I cannot control him and that I cannot control the people that don't like me for the life that I decide to live, for the person that I am. And so my story about haters starts with him, to be honest, and it has grown. I have had people that do not like me every single time that I start to level up in my life or that I start to better myself or that I start to try to better myself. I have had those people that don't like me for that exact reason. And so, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about who are the haters. This is what I'm this is what I have learned in my journey, the things that I'm about to tell you. And I want you to understand and learn from me. Don't sit and think, well, I'm not sure if that's right. My experiences might not be the exact same as you are, yours are. 
Uh, but getting through them and understanding where they come from, who they are, and why they're here, and how to deal with them, all of those things are generally the same. So, you know, who are the people that hate you for what you do? Why? Who are the people that hate you for what you do, and why do they hate you? First off, in our world today, we are meant to be the same as everybody else. We are meant to not stand out of the crowd. Don't don't try to be different. Don't try to use your talents. Don't try to be, you know, somebody that you're that that you're supposed to be. Be like everybody else. Don't make any waves, you know. And this world tells us that over and over and over and over and over. But, you know, God calls us to be different. He did not send us here to be the same. He did not send us here to have the same experiences or the same attitude about things or the same beliefs or the same anything. He sent us here to be different, to make waves, to love each other for who we are. And so when we say, you know, I want to be, this is the person that I am. This is the stuff that I love. These are the motivations and the dreams and the goals that I have. And we step out towards those things. That's when the people who do not have the courage to do those things for themselves become your haters. Okay? I want to say that again. That's when the people that do not have the courage to do those things for themselves become your haters. So the people who, you know, they're in the dark. They have their dreams and goals, but they're afraid to try. Or they've tried, and maybe they didn't try long enough or hard enough, and they quit, and they think they failed, and they think it's not really a real thing that they can do this. And so they sit over here in this misery, and we all know misery loves company, right? But they sit over here in this misery, and they think, well, if I can't have it, then nobody can. And they may not even realize that they are thinking that. So if you are somebody who comes to somebody that has dreams and aspirations and goals, and you see them trying to better themselves, and you say, look don't do that. Don't do that. You don't need to do that. Don't try to give, you know, don't try to be that person. Don't try to make those waves. Don't try to reach those goals. They're all pipe dreams. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, you know, whatever it is, if you're that person that says that to somebody, realize that you might need to reevaluate your dreams. You might need to reevaluate your life. You might need to understand that just because you didn't reach yours or you're not willing to have the courage to try to reach yours right now, don't take it away from somebody else, okay? So I just want to throw that in there a little bit. But your haters are people who do not have the courage to open up and do what they need to do for their life. Your people, your haters are the people who do not have the courage to step up and step out and grow who they are with personal growth and all of those things. And so when they come to you and they say, you know, don't do this, you can't do this, you shouldn't do this, do it this way, do it that way, don't do it this way, don't do that, why do you do that? You need to just brush them off. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I, um, how I deal with haters. Uh, and it's really not a hard concept of it at all. It does take a little bit of practice, but once you get into it, uh, then you, it really helps to understand who they are and where they're, why they are, who, why, why they are who they are first off. So just so you know, that's who they are. They're scared. They're not confident. They're not courageous. And they're not ready to step into their power yet. So they need to be prayed for. But you don't need to give them uh, any purpose in your life. You don't need to give them any control over who you are. Okay. Okay. So when do they come? Well, I talked a little bit about this, but they come anytime that you try to step into your power. Anytime that you try to further your life, anytime that you try to do something good for yourself, anytime that you try to use your talent or maybe go off the beaten path and do something different like network marketing or maybe not going to college and going to a, um, 
what's it called, a trade school or something like this here and there, or maybe um, not doing anything except working, you know, at a, at a fast food restaurant. All those things are fine, but people are going to come to you when you try to step out of those norms and they're going to try to push you back in. Okay, they're going to try to push you back into the norms because they're in the norms. They don't want people to deviate from the norm. If somebody deviates from the norm, then that means that maybe they think they're better than you or they think they're better than that hater thinks they're better than them, right? And they don't want to think that somebody else is better than them. They don't want to see people succeed because they feel like they can't. But in reality, we know that everybody can succeed. We know that there is a place on this earth for every single person. And we have to make sure that we continue that thought or else we'll become haters too if we feel like we're in competition with other people because we're not. We're only in competition with ourselves to be better the next day than we were today. That's all I want to do every day is be better tomorrow than I was today. So um, how, to, how do you deal? How do you deal with haters? By understanding them. Okay. First off, it's by understanding who they are. And we talked about that and why they come. And we talked about that and when they come. And we've talked about that. So understanding these things helps you to know that it's just their lack of confidence that makes them not like you. Seriously, because you're doing the things that they want to do. You're doing the things that they wish they could do. Maybe if it's not the same thing, but it's still accomplishing your dream or your goal. And they wish they could do that, but they can't or they won't. They can, they just won't. And so they are going to come after you. So first understanding that that's what they are. And when they do come, you know how, you know who they are, you know, they're coming from a mile away and you just stop them in their path. No, I'm sorry. I can't listen to this. You're able to block them on social media. You're able to unfollow them. You're able to, and even if they are in your family, I'm sorry, but you can keep them at an arm's length. You do not have to have your family up close to you. If your family is not going to support you in the things that you need to do. Um, do not let them into your dream until they are ready to hear it. So if, if it's somebody that lives in your household, you know, maybe your spouse or something like that, I want you to share your dreams with them. But if they continuously push you down, then just don't share it with them until they are ready for it. You know, maybe you just set the example and do the work. Okay. Set the example and do the work. And that's when haters either run away or they start to come with you. Okay. So, Maybe they wouldn't be a hater anymore if they started to come with you, right? But a lot of times, if you continue to do the work, even amongst the people that tell you not to, even amongst the people that come after you, uh, then they will say, okay, well, she's doing it. Maybe I can do it too. Those are the ones that are open-minded. Then you have the ones that are completely closed off that may just run away from you, which is actually really a good thing. You may not be meant to open up their mind, and that's okay. Somebody else down the road may be meant to do that and you can let them go and pray for them. So number one, how to handle them is to know when they're coming so that you can know that that's what they are. That's why they're here. You need to pray for them and leave them at arm's length. Okay. Okay. Number two, how to deal with a hater is by, um, oh man, my thought just left me. Hold on. Number two, how to deal with a hater. Know they're coming. Number one, know know what you're looking for. Uh, and number two is embrace them. Embrace the thought that they are going to be there. Steal yourself against it. You know, every time that you grow, somebody is not going to like it. Every time that you do something cool, somebody is not going to like that. And so the more actual haters that you have, it's a good thing because the higher that you are growing, 
you know, the more that you are doing what you are meant to do in your life. And so it's okay to have haters. That's it. Number two is to be okay that you have haters. Be okay with it. Not everybody is meant to like us, but we are still meant to do and reach for the goals and dreams that we have, right? And so I want you to understand that when you look around and you have people that are telling you not to, but you know you are supposed to, and you continue to walk and you continue to put one step in front of the other, and you continue to make 1% changes, then you know that you are doing the right thing. And you can embrace those haters and know that they're supposed to be there. And you can measure your success of your growth by those haters, to be honest. So after saying all of that, I want you to just know that it is okay for people not to like you. It is okay for people not to think your dreams are going to come to fruition. It is okay for people to tell you that. It is okay for them to have their opinion about it. But you have to be confident in who you are. And that's another way to deal with it, your confidence level. So be confident in who you are. Grow your confidence through listening to people, um, surrounding yourself with encouraging people, surrounding yourself with confident people, uh, surrounding yourself with personal development, uh, all the different things during the day. And be confident in who you are. Know that you are loved. Know that you are worthy. Know that you are deserving. Know that you are capable. And when you do these things, it'll be easier for the haters not to even be able to get through because your confidence level will be so high. You have a chance every single day to change the world, to change your world, which affects somebody else's world and somebody else's and somebody else's. And there are a lot of people who are going to see your light shining bright and they are going to get up and they are going to walk with you and they are going to keep going and they are going to keep going and they are going to keep coming. And the further you walk, the more you will attract. And the further you walk, the more you will repel. But that's okay because they're not ready for you yet. And they're not meant to be with you. They're meant to have somebody else affect their life, and that's fine. You can pray for them and let them go. So if you take anything from this, I want you to remember, the haters are people who come at you when, that are not confident in their own selves and their own dreams. They come at you when you grow. They come at, when you, at you when you go for success. You handle them by knowing that they are coming. You handle them by being confident in yourself and surrounding yourself with people who are confident in themselves. And... You're okay with them. You embrace that. You know that it's going to be a part of it. It's part of life. But I want you to continue on. Continue on to your dreams. Continue on with your hope. Continue on to your goals. Because you absolutely deserve them. And God didn't put them in your heart for you not to go after them. I hope that you have a great afternoon, a great day. And I love you. Because there's people that hate for no reason, so I'm going to love for no reason.